You're waiting for Aaron Rodgers' decision. Guess who else is waiting? The Green Bay Packers. Brian Gutekunst all but confirmed Aaron Rodgers is the big domino that has to fall for the Packers to move forward in 2022. You are locked on Packers. I feel like we can run the table. Whatever you do. Your daily Green Bay Packers podcast. Rodgers gets out. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Floats it. Your team. Oh, every day. Touchdown. You are locked on Packers. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. I'm Peter Bukowski and I cover the Packers for The Leap. A newsletter I would love for you to subscribe to. Follow me on Twitter. Peter underscore Bukowski. Follow the podcast on Twitter. Locked on Packers. Like us on Facebook. Subscribe to the podcast. iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts. Wherever you find podcasts, you will find Locked on Packers. The number one Packers podcast on the internet. And the show for fans who know what happened. They want to know why and how. Thanks to everyone who makes Locked on Packers their first listen of the day. We hope you like starting your day with us as much as we like starting our day with you. Brian Gutekunst met with the media for over an hour. And there was the public session at the podium that was live streamed. And then there was the beat writers roundtable after. Big news. Not breaking news. But but important contextual facts and institutional approaches were discussed. And the funny thing is Brian Gutekunst insisted he was not going to get into hypotheticals. He didn't want to get into contract discussions with guys like Devondre Campbell, Russell Douglas, Zadarius Smith. He did get into the Aaron Rodgers of it all and the Devontae Adams of it all. And at first, Gutekunst equivocated a bit. Oh, well, you know, we're, we're not rushing Aaron Rodgers, but we're, we're waiting. And he understands what our timeline is. The timeline, we know what the timeline is. It's got to happen soon. We're going to talk about this part of it in a second. Rodgers is the first domino. That's what Brian Gutekunst Set. We wondered yesterday, is Rodgers waiting on Devontae or is it the other way around? And, and it still could be the case that what Aaron Rodgers is doing is saying, look, Green Bay, what I need is for you to invest in Devontae Adams, pay him the money, and I will agree to be on board. And we, we said, okay, the flip side of that is Rodgers has to make a decision. If he says he comes back, they can rework that deal and then they get the Devontae Adams piece worked out. Now, there is also a world in which there is a shade of gray here where Rodgers is looking for some sort of indication that talks are productive, they're close, they can get a deal done, they can figure it out. This is all under the supposition that Rodgers is going to come back, that he's going to take whatever money they can give him in 2022 to make all of the pieces work. The Packers laid out their plan to Aaron. Hey, here's the contract offer that we are going to make to you. That allows us to make this contract offer to Devontae Adams, which allows us to do, you see how this all flows. Aaron Rodgers is the big domino. And he's the big domino for a very important reason having to do with Devontae 
Adams and what his money means for Devante. We're going to get to that a little bit later in the show. What Gudikins also said was he did not agree that if Aaron Rodgers wants to be traded, that he will be traded. What he said instead was that they agreed that at the end of the season, they would come together and work it out, hash it out, figure out the best way to move forward. That is importantly not the same as saying, yes, I will trade you. That's not the discussion, apparently, that was had. That's meaningful in all of this too because the Packers still hold plenty of cards. Aaron Rodgers is still owed plenty of money. He is under contract and he is still under some obligation to the Green Bay Packers, at least in theory. Whether or not he cares about that, a separate thing. The other part of this, Tom Clements. Tom Clements, Brian Gutekinst said, was a decision. He was asked explicitly, was this move made to please Aaron Rodgers, much like the Randall Cobb signing or trade last year? In essence, did Rodgers say, I need this, do this? Was it a wooing? That is going to be the question. That That is certainly how... Bears fans, Vikings fans, Broncos fans are going to frame it. Oh, this is the Packers trying to convince Aaron Rodgers to come back. What he said is more than I thought he would say. What he said was that this was not about Rodgers demanding it or anything like that. That it was not done to appease Rodgers, so to speak, but rather that it was an example of the communication between Rodgers and the front office. Now, it was a move made by Matt LaFleur, a hire that Matt LaFleur made in conjunction with discussions that were had with Aaron Rodgers. That brings us back to the questions we were asking originally. Would the Packers hire a coach solely on the chance that it would contribute to Rodgers wanting to come back? Would they risk what that would mean if Rodgers doesn't come back? And likewise, would Rodgers leave hanging a man for whom he has tremendous respect? Would he bring a 68-year-old coach out of retirement just to play games? My vote on that would be no, but certainly there are some people out there who think Rodgers is that kind of person. That he would do that if it helped him get his way or if it was it allowed him to play out some sort of power fantasy. I don't believe that. For the record. 
I don't believe that. But I know that there are Packer fans. There are Packer fans out there who have really soured on Aaron Rodgers and believe that he would engage in that kind of manipulation. I don't I don't think that's fair. But I understand that 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 idea is out there that there are people in the fan base who believe that. I I don't. Again, let me be very clear about that. But I don't. And so I think that this explanation is meaningful for the way that we should look at this hire. This was something that Aaron Rodgers essentially asked for. They said, hey, what do you think the deal is here? Who would you like? Who do you think would work? And Rodgers said, my old buddy, Tom Clements. And that is who the Packers gave him. It underscores what Rodgers, what Gutekunst have said, and that is that this relationship has gotten better. The communication has been better. And both sides have seemingly appreciated the work the other side has done to get this relationship where it needs to be. Today's episode is brought to you by Bet Online. Football might be over, but basketball in full steam, both pro and college hoops. For all your latest odds, totals, player performance props to where the next coach fired is going to land, betonline.net is your number one spot for all your sports betting needs. BetOnline remains the best spot for all your sports scores, podcasts, and news this season. It's not just basketball either. BetOnline is your source for hockey, boxing, UFC, anything you can think of to gamble on. BetOnline probably has odds for it. Head to the website or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends in action. Bet online where the game starts. And thanks for making Locked On Packers your first listen every day. Make sure you're following Locked On NFL, Locked On experts covering the biggest stories around the NFL every Monday through Friday in less than 30 minutes. It's free and available on all platforms. So how does this relate to Devontae Adams? Brian Utekin said they want to keep Tay. He said they feel confident that they can keep Aaron Rodgers and Devontae Adams and still feel the competitive team that is not onerous in terms of whatever salary cap shenanigans that they need to engage in. I've laid out on the show exactly why that is. But here is where Aaron Rodgers gets to flex his muscles a little bit if he wants to. This has been something that I do not think has been discussed enough on this show. That's my fault. And it's something that has certainly not been discussed enough um, in, in the broader media landscape. Last year, when Aaron Rodgers was going through the drama and the turmoil in the offseason, he did not have any leverage. He had no leverage. We talked about this at the time. He was under contract. If he retired, he was going to have to pay a bunch of money back to Green Bay. Didn't want to do that. And the Packers were under no obligation to trade him. So his option was play or sit and pay back something of 30 plus million dollars in guaranteed money, assuming the Packers came after him for it, which they could, but, you know, probably wouldn't. In terms of the incentives for both sides, the Packers, Brian Gutekind said he has 
no intention of trading Aaron Rodgers. Um, that he hopes th th this can all be worked out. And I still think that the most likely outcome is that Aaron Rodgers comes back. But if he still has demands, if he still has requests, if he still has things that he wants in his contract, players that he thinks would be good fits to be brought in, then now is the time to flex that muscle. He has the trump card this time. Last year, the Packers were in difficult financial circumstances with the salary cap. And it seemed unlikely that they would be able to, without going crazy with voids and restructures, get under the salary cap without touching Aaron Rodgers' contract. Guess what? They did it. But most of that stuff was relatively straightforward. Now, they have plenty of straightforward ways to save some money. They did it with Kenny Clark, saving almost $11 million in his restructure. They can restructure David Bakhtiari. They can restructure Aaron Jones. Um, they can extend Jair Alexander. They can release Zedaria Smith. Brian Gutekind said that, that they would probably would have to rework the contract, add some void years, that they'd like to figure it out, but that he is among the difficult choices that they have to make. To me, I read code for Hegaum. Okay. In order to get under the cap to save the 50 plus million that the Packers have to figure out in the couch cushions, <laughs> I mean, where it is, I don't know. No, we know where it is. They have to get that 50 million plus to get under the cap. And then they have to find 20 more million dollars to franchise tag Devontae Adams if they can't come to a long-term agreement. And why would Devontae agree to a long-term deal without knowing the future of Aaron Rodgers? Do you see how Rodgers has this big card to play now? And he can exercise that however he wants. And it may be as simple as what we talked about in the A Block, of, hey, pay him, pay him, and I'll sign a contract that allows the Packers in year one to afford my deal and Devontae Adams, and then we'll figure it out in a year, and you add the void years, and they can be restructured again next year, and you can spread the money out, and this is all workable, but what I need you to do is take care of 1-7. The problem with that is Brian Gutekinds has said Aaron Rodgers is the first domino. And so it seems like what needs to happen is he needs to decide I'm coming back. And this is what I want. And then the Packers can go about getting under the cap. If he's coming back, then it makes it a lot easier to convince Devontae Adams to also come back. Now, he's not taking any hometown discounts. But it makes it easier then for the Packers as well to justify, okay, well, it's all in time. Pay Devontae. Cap's going to go up. Contracts are going to get spread out. You don't have to worry about paying your quarterback top of market money in a year or two if, if Rodgers isn't there. And you've got a really good roster. You know, there was a great line. Brian Gutekind said, you know, regardless of whether or not 12 and 17 are back, they're going to feel the competitive team. He said, we're the Green Bay Packers. 
And he said that he really likes the core of the team. It was a great line. And Rogers, it seems like he's now in the position of if he decides to come back, Green Bay can do everything. And they can do everything. They can bring back Devontae. They can keep the core of this team intact. They can probably get a deal done with Devondre Campbell. You know, we'll see what the situation is with someone like Russell Douglas. Is he really going to settle for less than he's probably worth? And then what's the future? Alan Lazard, Marquez Valdez-Scantling. How generous is that Aaron Rodgers contract going to be? Would he take less? Everyone's waiting on him. Everyone's waiting on him. And not it's not just if he decides to come back. It's how he decides to come back that dictates the financial futures of a lot of people and of this team. Now, again, I am of the belief that he's coming back. We assume on what you whatever you want to call his terms. We don't know what that means. What does on his terms mean? We got to figure that part out too. Now, let's not put the car before the horse. We don't even know if he's coming back for sure. All the signs point that way. But he's got to do it soon because the Packers have a lot of work to do. Now, they can pull the big levers. David Bakhtiari restructure. Aaron Jones restructure. Uh, Zedaria Smith release. Preston Smith restructure. Jair Alexander extension. But it gets really hard. It gets really hard to get 50 million to get back to the cap and then an extra 20 to tag Devontae Adams. That's the problem here for the Packers is they can't deal with Devontae Adams Tag even, just the tag part, the long-term deal, they're not going to get done until everyone knows what's going on with Aaron Rodgers. But the Packers' trump card here is the tag. Well, they can't use the tag, or, or it would be very difficult to use the tag. They can do it, but it gets it gets pretty complicated, and they'd have to do it very quickly. And so here, here is my prediction. And we may never know the real answer. It's it's both a prediction and and a, a guess of the circumstances. The Packers said, um, "Take your time." But in order for this to get worked out in time for the Packers to sign Devontae Adams, what we need from you, Aaron, is a decision by that first week of March. That would be ideal for the team because that allows the team to make the financial arrangements to work this all out. That's what they need. I think that they have had those discussions. Brian Gutekinds has said he knows the timeline. So it's it seems like they're on the same page. It's just that, you know, who's not us. Us. We're not on the same page.
and not our fault. <laughs> We're not in those meetings. Thanks for making Locked On Packers your first listen every day. Now go make your second listen Locked On NFL Draft. Ryan Tracy and former NFL cornerback Eric Crocker bring the NFL Draft to life every day with insight and analysis on college football prospects and NFL front offices. It's free and available wherever you get podcasts. A couple little nuggets here that are also worth mentioning. Brian Gutekind said Mason Crosby is still going to be the kicker on this team. He called him a championship level kicker, said he's going to be on the 90 man roster. So we had some ideas that Mason was going to be one of those cap casualties, going to save a couple million dollars. But it sounds like the Packers are going to move forward with Mason. You know, maybe, maybe that's part of the Aaron Rodgers machine. Remember, Rodgers has always wanted input on key veterans. He and Mason are friends have been for a long time. So it could be the kind of thing that Rodgers had input on. The other um, Rodgers friend news that we got is that the Packers expect David Bakhtiari to make a full recovery. They expect him to be, you know, good to go next season. Um, And remember the reporting on that from David himself, not even really reporting, he said it, uh, is that he just needs rest. It was a rest thing and, you know, fluid buildup and and that rest would would help it. You hope that that's the case. The last thing, an interesting thing and an, and an interesting good question, I think. What's the deal with Jordan Love? You going to trade Jordan Love? And what what Gudikin said was um, now is not the time that those things you should get ironed out. You don't make those calls now because you can't have you can't make a trade until the new league year anyway. He said he didn't expect to engage to take. I think was what he said to take many calls on Jordan Love. Some people have seized on that. Made jokes. Oh, you know, late round pick. He's probably not going to get anything for Jordan Love anyway. That's not the way that I read the quote. I, I don't think what Goody was saying was, yeah, I don't think anyone's going to call asking about Jordan Love. I don't think he was offering his assessment of the market value of a quarterback that he traded up in the first round and pissed off his franchise quarterback to get. I think what he was saying was that he did not expect to engage with calls around a trade for Jordan Love. And that is a much more noteworthy thing to say. Now, what is he going to say? Yeah, well, listen, Rodgers wants him gone. I don't I don't think that's the case, by the way. I don't, I don't think Rodgers wants him gone. I do think there are teams that would say, this is a better option than what we currently have, or at least let's try something different. And the Packers, if they're going to if they're going to rock with Aaron Rodgers, it's probably for another two years. And so by then, let's let let us be the team that rings that rookie contract value out of Jordan Love. The Packers saying "Eh -eh." if all of that's true and we assume all that is true, let's just assume for sake of argument, then the Packers are not by any means giving up on Jordan Love. Now, you know, they're they're Goody also praised the work that he did in the spring at OTAs when he was thrust into the role as starter. Said he probably, you know, there's some things he probably wants back in his in his playing time. Not exactly a ringing endorsement. But 
He said he saw growth. Is it enough? I don't know. We'll see. Definitely, that's what she said on all of that. So it, it is just something to keep in mind. If the Packers are keeping Aaron Rodgers for another two years, that still puts them within the window to turn the keys over to Jordan Love. Now, are they actually going to do that? Just another question that we have to try and figure out this off season. All right, we'll be back tomorrow. Mailbag show tomorrow on Friday. So send me your questions uh, on Twitter at Peter underscore Bukowski. You can send them to the podcast at Locked on Packers. Uh, Send them to me on Facebook. Uh, Remember to subscribe to the podcast, iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts on YouTube. Please go subscribe on YouTube. Check us out there. All of our shows are now on YouTube. So go check us out there. Subscribe to the Leap newsletter. We got a cool story coming. Uh, I can't tell you what it's about, but it's a cool story. And I'm uh, well, I, I hope it will be cool. Um, but I, th- I think it is. Uh, the leap.substack.com to get fresh Packers content directly to your email inbox in the offseason will be three days a week. So still plenty of stuff to talk about and still plenty of content to deliver right to you. And anytime you want to hit us up with a Locked On Packers fan hotline to, I don't know, send in a mailbag question. You can do that 920-341-3775 to stay locked on Packers.